Hey there, welcome to the Hive Podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm so thankful that you're joining us for today's episode. Before we get started, I want to let you know about a very special giveaway that we'll be doing through the podcast and our Highview social media feeds. We are giving away copies of the brand new book, Rediscovering Church, and we want you to have your very own copy of this really helpful resource. We're going to be giving away several copies, and all you need to do to claim yours in this giveaway is to find our podcast on iTunes and give us a rating and a review through the iTunes podcast player and also find our post on Instagram and Facebook about this giveaway and like it, comment, and share it to your own feeds. We're excited to be able to give away these copies of this really helpful book. And as we talk through it on the podcast, you can read through it as well. So make sure you enter that giveaway today and we'll see you in the episode. Hello and welcome to the High View Podcast, a gospel-centered conversation exploring theology, culture, and life in a local church. I'm your host, Tyler Sweat, an associate pastor here at High View Church, and today I am sitting down with the lead pastor, one of many elders at our church, Chad Williams. Hey, buddy. How's it going, man? Oh, well. Ready to talk about, uh, ready to talk about church? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it's, it's kind of what we do here, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's one of the have one of the you, main have things. You church, have you church? Right, we talk yeah. about church. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. Uh, looking forward to what we're going to be talking about on the podcast today. Sadly, we're missing our other mm. co-host. I think in the last episode, I mentioned <laughs> that you guys were ever faithful, <laughs> and uh, then here we are. Yeah, we're sans missing sans Josh. Uh, son, yeah, high view podcast sans Josh. Yeah. Uh, but jo- Josh is uh, Josh is with his family. Yeah, spending some quality time. It's quality time out, off, over on uh, vacation this week. So mm-hmm. we're deeply missing him, uh, and I'm sure he's missing us. I'm sure. I'm sure he is. Yeah, I'm sure he's I'm sure thinking he'd rather about, be here. Yeah, he'd rather be in the in the <laughs> office recording a podcast with, Doing with this. his brothers. Yeah, rather than being in sunny Florida. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Josh, if you're listening, we miss you, um, and we're looking forward to your your return. Sometime. And also, you're probably already back. So, welcome back. Oh, yeah. By the time this posts, <laughs> you're probably back. So, um, anyway, we're glad to, glad to have you. I'm glad to be here, Tyler. I'm glad I, to be here. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is going to be great. This is, yeah. Um, this is Looking the, forward to this conversation. What we're, I think what we're going to discover in this podcast is that Josh was like the secret sauce. He, He's no, the he, missing. He kind of is, man. He is. I, I will say, just about everyone that has given me a like a verbal review of all the podcast of, all tens of them all tens of all tens of you guys um they will say like ah you and chad or you know, y'all joke all the time and you're, yeah. you're kind of whatever and then they're, they're like josh. but josh but josh just really spoke the real substance deep the heart and soul of this into, podcast yeah. so so today we're just gonna goof off we're just gonna <laughs> goof around and uh, when josh gets back we'll get to more serious things uh, yeah um but anyway no we're starting something a little new on the podcast today uh we're going to be uh, kind of reading through, reviewing, and working through the content of a new, relatively new book that has come out uh, called Rediscover Church uh, by Colin Hansen and Jonathan Lehman, a couple of brothers from the Nine Marks uh, group of churches and uh, published through Crossway. Yep. Um, also, so looking forward to uh, reading through this and talking about the definition of church that is given to us in this book. Uh, we thought it would be a helpful 
kind of tool to talk through as, you know, we mentioned this podcast is all about theology, culture, and life in the local church. Um, this book actually, like the title of it really stuck out to me. And what we're going to talk about today is kind of chapter one, this idea of uh, thinking through what a church actually is. Um, but today I wanted to uh, kind of start off by asking um, asking you, Pastor Chad, why do you think uh, this title is so relevant? Why do you think people need to rediscover church? Well, I think because we're rediscovering community. Yep. You know what I mean? Like we're as a, as a society. Yeah. Uh, coming out of the last year in a global pandemic. Uh, but also, like, n- not just the pandemic, but kind of the shifts and the changes in culture that were made and how we operate and communicate during that pandemic. Yeah. Um, I mean, how many how many Zoom calls had we done as a staff? Oh, goodness. Before, like, okay, but before COVID-19, how many times, how many meetings had we had via Zoom, mm. you know, as a team? And then it became like, that's how we, we do this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, this, that's just one example of what, I'm, what we're talking about. And I think that it's, it's caused, like now we're, we're kind of living in that post-COVID yeah. reality, at least here um, in the Atlanta area. We're, we're living in a kind of a post-COVID world now. But all of the things that we picked up during COVID, mm-hmm. all the things we changed our mind about how we could do during yeah. COVID is still there. And I, and, I, yeah. and I, a lot of uh, pastor friends of mine are wrestling with, you know, how do they how do they do church now? They they encouraged and kind of treated everyone, whether you were online or in person, as like, hey, you're gathered with us and all that. Like, so what is a church? Is a church uh, a a service that you watch? Mm. Is yeah. that what a sir? Is that what a church is? Um, you know, I know even at Highview, man, there's people who consider themselves like consider Highview their quote church, right? That don't attend here, yeah. That, that aren't covenant members here that I've never even met in person. Um, and and so like even even that even that very issue, the fact that that's even like something on on yeah. um, Christians' radars out there is a pretty new. That's totally new concept, right? And so this, I believe, is the perfect time, especially, I think this is always good for like end of year type stuff too and beginning New Year's of kind of just recalibrating and re, and, and going, hey, have we, are we sharp on what a church is and what a church should do and how digital plays into that and how the gathering plays into that in person and, and, and all how we communicate as a church? Like, are we sharp on all of those things as we kind of step into this post-COVID world that we're now living in? What needs to change? What kind of bad habits did we pick up yeah. from the last 18 months? Um, those kind of things. So I think it's like the perfect time to talk about this yeah, and sort it out. Yeah. So the author of the book even mentions in the introduction, he says, we all have many reasons not to go back to church. In fact, many churches don't expect us to ever come back. They're launching virtual churches, hiring virtual pastors. Uh, no need to wake up on Sunday. No need to put on pants. Uh, no need to search for a parking lot. Uh, parking spot. Um, so there's there's all these reasons why like he mentions even uh, bad coffee. You know those type of things that they're already kind of hindrances. Like do we have to fight for uh, being involved in this local community? Uh, there's a sense that this last year has just amplified the desire. It, there was a there was a season where we needed a virtual option, mm-hmm. uh, but now it's just kind of become the convenient option. Right, right. We we kind of got used to what was meant to kind of augment the service or augment the ministry of the church. Now it's become a legitimate alternative for a lot of people. Um, it's not just 
oh, oh, hey, if I'm sick or if I'm out of town, now it's some, like you mentioned, the main way that people are starting to consume content and consider themselves, oh, well, I um, associate with that church. Um, it creates a lot of dangerous dynamics when you start to think through what is a church actually biblically called to be and what are pastors responsible for, uh, what is the community responsible for right. toward one another. Um, yeah, it, it creates this environment where the church can't really be the church, even though everyone's feeling, quote, unquote, fed or mm-hmm. uh, they're consuming preachers they like to hear or any of those type of things. So, yeah, it's it's a really concerning time. Um, but I, I'm glad that you mentioned, like, even before COVID and even, like, outside of that realm, even though the, the author mentions that being a reason why they wrote the book, um, culturally and just um, socially, there is this bent toward being isolated but feeling connected even though you're not really with other people right? Uh, through social media. Yeah. Uh, through So really there's this sense of cultures pulling us away from each other, but telling us, oh, no, you're still connected. You're still engaged. You're still getting those signals firing off in your brain that you need, um, but without the actual commitment, without the actual yep. uh, relational impact that that makes. Right. Yeah. And I think that, you know, as Christians, it's something we have to think through, I don't think COVID, however, um, created these yeah. issues we have to wrestle with now. It just accelerated them. Yeah. We were already headed down this road. I was already talking to parents who were like, I can't get my kid, my five-year-old, to make eye contact with me for more than 30 seconds because they want to scream because they're yeah. crying for yeah. Their, yeah. their iPad or whatever. They want to watch my phone continuously. Um you know, we were already getting into disembodied community where right. I'm not there, but we're communicating. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was already becoming the norm. COVID hit the accelerator on that. Yeah. In a major way and fast forward us ahead. Yeah. Maybe five, 10 years. Um, I think conservatively it fast forwarded us ahead five years, yeah, um, yeah, maybe ten years. It accelerated all of this stuff. I think it's it's one of the things that like accelerated the development of things like uh, meta, the metaverse, and yeah, all that. Yeah, like now it's very easy for us to imagine a world where we don't actually have to go anywhere or do anything. Um, we can be there virtually and exist in this new kind of reality. Yeah, um, which is scary in and of itself. Um, but yeah, I think that COVID accelerated where we were already heading as a society, which was more towards like yeah. um, leaning into digital and disembodied um, community and forms of that. And, and so now here we are and we're, we're wrestling with, um, you know, what, what does church look like? But, but at the same time, like I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater yeah. in that technology can be utilized. Yeah. Uh, in a really powerful way to connect people to an actual flesh and blood body of believers. And yep. case in point, just yesterday, I mean, you and I were talking about this yesterday, but I taught a, a new members class here at Highview yesterday. And in that class, every family except for one discovered Highview through our online services. Mm-hmm. And then um, like watched multiple services before attending in person. Right, right. And and now they attend regularly in person. So there is a way that people 
um, can be in a healthy way connected to through technology yeah. to the actual flesh and blood gathering where the presence of Jesus has been promised to be and where it is every week and where the Holy Spirit is active and moving yeah. and where there's like an actual, when I look across our congregation, I see flesh and blood people. Yeah. Like technology connected those people into that. So, right. so it has right. like a role. Yeah. It's just never meant to be the end. Exactly. It's never meant to be like, okay, you're now, you're now attending because you watch yeah, this. That, that's, I'm glad you mentioned that. That's exactly what I was thinking is these, these things. And we even made a lot of advancements as far as like um, doing oh, yeah. video services, no live streaming, those yep. type of things where our intention was to provide ways for you know us to, to have an interaction with around the word uh, each week as we were uh, by necessity, not gathering last year. Um, but yes, exactly what you just said. Those things, those, those tools are just that they're tools. They're, they're little uh, cultural uh, gifts. They're kind of common grace uh, tools that we can use. Uh, but like you mentioned, they're not the end. They, they're means to the ultimate end, which is the physical gathering yeah. Um, and and then the ultimate scattering of, of God's people, uh, the the rhythm of that, uh, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking through. Is you know we we shouldn't just say you know all technology boo bad right. like that's not the that's not right. the goal, um, but there should be clarity around how we're using those things, the the purposes, the um, the reasons why we're using those things, and those will ultimately shape how we're using them, how we're engaging with people, and if we're pulling them into this type of local church. Uh, another quote that really stuck out to me, and actually I believe it's on page one of the introduction, where he says, simply put, a Christian without a church is a Christian in trouble. Uh, yeah. And I love that that line. Like it's not just that church is a or the gathering in a local church is a help to the Christian. Right. It is vital for the Christian. If you're not connected to a local church, right. you're in trouble. I, lo- I love that. I love that. Okay. Statement. So can I ask you a question on that? Yeah, do it. Okay. When I agree with that statement, um, but when you, when you hear um, a Christian without a church is a Christian in trouble, mm-hmm. how would you define for someone? If I, if I was reading that and I, I wasn't sure what was meant by that, like how would you define a Christian without a church right now? Yeah. Like what does that mean? Yeah. Well, how would you, you're, you're, uh, one of your roles obviously here is pastor of connection. And, uh-huh. um, so like what describe a Christian without a church? What does that mean? Yeah. You? That I think when, when we say, or when the author says, and as we're thinking about it, a Christian without a church, it means a Christian without the community of faith that is regularly, you know, preaching the word to you, uh, offering accountability to you that you're living life alongside. Um, to say a Christian without a church, you you know someone could come and say, "Well, I you know listen to ex pastors preaching." Um, that doesn't mean you're a part of their church. Um, you can say, I, "I listen to High Views, you know, podcasts and sermons," but that doesn't mean you're a part or that you have a church. That's correct, um, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> Being, is, yes, and amen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's so much more that goes into being a part of a church. And that's when we say a Christian without a church means you're not a part of a local church. And being a part of a local church means that you not only have 
uh, perhaps gone through a membership process with like what we have here at Highview, where you take a couple classes, learn what you're getting into. Uh, the elders are able to get to know who they're pastoring. Um, but we ask anyone that's that's a part of or that has Highview as their local church uh, to be in, you know, physically um, investing in. And we don't just mean monetarily, but we mean using their gifts to serve, uh, leading groups, uh, being a part of you know groups and classes and. Um, engaging with one another, offering accountability to one another, uh, confessing sins together, uh, living life alongside each other. And I think ultimately then if that's your definition of church, which we're going to get into um, a a really solid definition of church that, that this particular book gives us. But if, if that's the understanding of what it means to have a church that you're physically, personally, regularly, uh, attending, investing yourself in the life of that church. If you don't have that um, and you're totally isolated, you don't have people to encourage you, correct you, rebuke you with God's word, um, to build you up, to help you fight sin, to regularly feed you, um, the, you know, God's word, those type of things. If you don't have that, um, then it's going to be very, very hard, very difficult to live the Christian life. Um, it'll be very easy to abandon that path. Um, yeah without those regular encouragements from a local body. 100%. Um, there's a, a really, really helpful book that uh, I believe it came out right before the pandemic. And I remember us reading as a staff during the pandemic uh, last year, uh, Analog Church yeah. by J. Kim. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler and I interviewed him for a, a podcast that I do called the Leadership on Mission Podcast. Plug. Shameless plug. Um, but there's a really good interview uh, we did with him on that particular episode uh, talking about this issue, but now we've kind of seen it be fleshed out this way. Um, I think what's interesting about all this, like the digital stuff and, and, and how that it kind of is interlocked with, with people rediscovering church is I think in a, in a healthy way, some people are using technology to rediscover church. Um, it's the front door, and then they're they're using technology to rediscover. And then I think some people are confusing online church with rediscovering the church. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's interesting, though. I saw recently, and I was just looking it up because I wanted to make sure I was, I was right about these numbers. Um, but I, I saw a particular, uh, some, some particular data on the decline in attendance in streaming worship services. Mm. And... Um, most churches say the decline from the peak during the pandemic of online worship gathering, however you want to put that, people who watch the stream, yeah, is down ninety percent. And so what that tells me is there's still a, a, a small portion of people who are looking for healthy churches online, yeah. And there's also within that group of people, there's people who are still like not not yet back, or or maybe 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 in you know, a couple times a month that they would have been here, they're staying home and watching it instead, just kind of being lazy and getting out of habit or whatever it is. And then some, you know, they're physically sick or they're just unable to gather that week or out of town or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's a healthy way to use it. Um, but that, what it tells me though, is that most of the people who really want to be back are back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we didn't have an extended, like some of these churches, some of these brothers that like were, man, they, their churches were like shut down. They, they had no live um, worship gatherings for six months, a year. Yeah. We didn't have that. And it seems like it, the people who are back now, um, 
they're, they're now as regular or more regular than they ever have been. Yeah. It's almost like that break, you know, that time during the pandemic just gave them a hunger and like, it's like, this is what you're going to be missing if you're not back. Right. And so they're super faithful, which is why like our attendance for the year, high views up like 20, 30%. Yeah. Um, but there's, so it feels like the people who want to be back and really, um, miss and love the church are back. Yeah. And it's how do we engage those who, who aren't yet? Um, and how do we and how do we not throw out the baby with the bathwater when it comes to technology or how do we leverage it? How do we do it the right way and use it to encourage people into the actual flesh and blood gatherings? Because I was telling a pastor friend of mine the other day, I don't think online church, I don't think digital church is all that groundbreaking anymore mm-hmm. because yeah. it's like this type of like everything's digital. Everything is getting away from embodied stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. Um, you don't even have to go to the movies to watch like blockbuster movies like that are just being released now. You can just watch them on your iPad in some cases. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like no, nothing is an event you have to go to. And uh, and so I, I feel like there's a there's an increasing desire in people for that experience to be there. Right. And I think that actually how the church can be groundbreaking going forward is actually leaning into the analog. Yeah. Rather than the digital, agreed. Like yeah. leaning into the the in person rather than the online. I really believe right. that. While still leveraging the online to get to the in person. Yeah, and and so the the concept that that uh, Jay Kim speaks about in his book is getting back to that transcendence that is only possible right. through the the in person gathering. Hundred uh, percent. Like you mentioned, when the word is preached and the spirits among his people, and, and we're singing praises. I mean, the, the scriptures tell us that God inhabits the praises of his people. So it is a special thing. Um, so all of that to say, we definitely believe that the local church is important, right? We, we believe that the, the gathering is critical, uh, for the Christian. And so what we're going to be doing over the next several weeks on this podcast is working through the content of this book, which he gives a pretty robust, uh, definition of what a church is. And, um, want to, want to give a, a quick break here to let you know, if you've been listening with us now, uh, we're actually going to be giving away some copies of this book Yeah, we are uh, through this podcast. And so if you would, uh, as you're listening, go find the high view, uh, Instagram, Facebook page. Uh, you can find us at high view church underscore, and uh, we're going to be posting some information when this episode drops about the giveaway. Uh, so you can get a free copy of rediscover church and read along with us, you can read along with us while we're doing yeah. this podcast series while, while we're reading through. Uh, so if you would go and uh, find that uh, Instagram or Facebook post, it'll have all the information Wait, we're just gonna give these away. We're gonna give them away. Just, just for, free. for free. Well, you got to like, like and share yeah, and all that true. good stuff. Yeah. Uh, all the details will be in the giveaway, but we, we have about 40 copies of this book. So there's a good chance you're going to get one, right? Because we've got about 40 people that listen. We have every single listener. will get a copy, a free copy. Um, as long as they like or share, but if you uh, can, can do that and, and help us to expand the reach of this, uh, you will get a chance to win a copy of this book. And, um, you can read along with us, like I mentioned, uh, but in the weeks to come, we're going to be unpacking this definition that, uh, these guys, uh, the authors of this book have given to us. And I just want to read through that definition, uh, really quickly. So here's the definition of a church that is being rediscovered in our society. So, um, here's the definition. A church is a group of Christians 
who assemble as an earthly embassy of Christ's heavenly kingdom to proclaim the good news and commands of Christ the King, to affirm one another as his citizens through the ordinances, and to display God's own holiness and love through a unified and diverse people in all the world, following the teaching and example of elders. That's a really good definition yeah, it is. of what a church is and does. And um, we're going to be spending the next several weeks unpacking this. Um, but I want to ask you, uh, Pastor Chad, kind of when you think about what a church is, uh, and given some of those things we just talked about, what do you think when you would, would someone ask you what a church is or why someone should be a part of the church? What's like the, the kind of key thing that you think is the role, function, purpose uh, of a local church? What would you say is like the, the one thing you want everyone to know about why and what they should be involved in a church and what it is? Man, I don't, I, I'm going to give you the Sunday school answer, then I'll I'll try to unpack it. Jesus. Because, yeah, because <laughs> Jesus calls you to be a part of his local church. Because the local church is the way that the universal church, made up of all local churches, finds its expression locally and in your life, particularly, um, that we're called to love one another so you need a you need a, a body of believers that you're surrounded by that you can actually fulfill that command towards that you're called to submit to authorities and leaders. Yeah, that means that you need to find authority and leaders that you can submit to. It mm-hmm. means that you are submitting yourself first first and foremost to Christ under the preached word. It means that you are participating in the ordinances that He has set aside and commanded you to participate in, like the Lord's table and like like we celebrated yesterday in baptism. Um, it, it is impossible to live faithfully as a Christian apart from the local church. Yeah, it, it's completely impossible. You you can't do any of that, right? Apart from the local church, you just you simply can't. Um, practically and kind of pragmatically, I have never seen a Lone Ranger Christian who's not a part of a local church who's thriving spiritually. Yeah, like I've just never seen that. Um, because it usually means they're not being called out for sin in their life. It usually means they're not being trained consistently in sound doctrine. It usually means that they're they're outside of the safety and accountability that the local church provides. So, um, it's it's uh, that yeah that's 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 what it means. It, it means that you're able to follow Jesus and practically love and care for His people and participate mm-hmm. in His mission. Uh, because the church is what Jesus is doing in the world. Right. It's not something Jesus is doing. It is what he is doing in the world. Yeah. So that's, that's a really good point um, to realize. Like it's not just the the place where we're all waiting for him to do something in the future. Right. right. We so don't just what he's doing now. It is, it is the, the means by which Christ is, is doing what he came to do, which is to redeem restore the world through the preached gospel to bring people to himself out of darkness into the kingdom of, of light, uh, out of death into life. Um, those things happen because the church is preaching the gospel because the church is living the gospel, uh, because we're, uh, living in light of the gospel. I should say, uh, we're living uh, in, by as people. I love what the author said too here. He said, it's a group of people who know they've been loved by Christ and have begun to love one another like that. What a beautiful picture yeah, that that's, is. That's awesome. It's, it's a very, it's very, um, good. very, very good summation there. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to kind of work through this book together. Um, we'll bring Pastor Josh on in some of the weeks to come. But uh, if you want a chance to 
have a copy of this book. We're going to be giving a few away, as I mentioned. Um, so look on our social media pages for the information on how you can claim your free copy mm. of this book. Um, so you can read along with us and see, as the subtitle says, why the body of Christ is essential. Uh, we believe that. We strive to to be a local church that's uh, encouraging one another, um, or as we say it, engaging one another, developing one another, and being deployed as disciples of Jesus. So looking forward to these conversations, looking forward to rediscovering church together with you, Pastor Chad. Yeah, looking forward to it, man. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, make sure, like, share. Yeah. Uh, leave a rating, leave a review. That'd Good be job. great, too. Yep, that's it. Did I get everything? That's. I think you did, yeah. <laughs> you did a great, great job with that. And again, our personal goal, give everyone who listens to this podcast one of these, a Hope- copy of Rediscover Church. Hopefully we'll have to buy more. After this. That'd be fantastic. It'd be great. All right. Well, thanks for listening again. As Pastor Chad said, go ahead and give us that rating and review. Share these with your friends so they can also be engaging in this these conversations. And we will see you in the next one.